0: Hey, we'll get to the episode in just a second, but I wanted to talk to you really quickly about how I love to outsource certain tasks. I love to clear up my schedule so I can really do the things that I want to do, including making this podcast. Here's the thing, we cannot do it all. And there's nothing wrong with getting some help or outsourcing some tasks so that you can clear up your schedule. This is why I love Instacart. Just being able to go into the app, Choose the items that I need is such a lifesaver, especially for me when I work over an hour from home and I got dinner that needs to get done and I need those items there before I get home. The great thing is you can shop from your favorite grocery stores and see what deals are actually available so that you are saving money. Also, items are hand-selected based on your preference, so you better believe I put notes in there about making sure my bananas have them spots on them. (laughs) Find everything you need and everything you usually buy, and also get smart suggestions for new items, which is so helpful, just in case sometimes the item that you might want is running low on storage at the store, so those smart suggestions are really, really helpful. One of my favorite things though about Instacart is that the shopper communicates with me and keeps me updated through the shopping process. Sign up to get free delivery on your first order over $35. Follow the link in my show notes because it lets Instacart know who sent you and it also helps support our show. All right, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, and welcome to the audacious Black Girl podcast. This is Amanda, your host. So we're just going to jump right into this episode. This episode is all about how to productively not give an F. Okay, I can't curse because my dad listens to the episode and he gets on me each time, but y'all know what I mean. So I'm going to give you three tips into how productively not give a damn, essentially. So personally, I've just been really actively working on productively not giving a F because I really want to focus on what really matters to me, right? And for me, that's my well-being, that's my family, and that's just my life's work. That's my career. That's this platform. This Black Women. All of that. And in order to really productively not give a F, there are some things to do so that you can really prioritize your life and what really, really matters. So this also has been a topic that I often discuss with my girlfriends because many of us are moms and we're married or in relationships and we work. Some of us don't. But with my girlfriends, most of us are at least moms and wives and partners and, you know, have these goals for ourselves and have a lot going on. And we don't have time for the nonsense. We don't have time for those mediocre or unfulfilling things that we have going on that really aren't producing anything for us or filling us up any longer. So in this episode, I'll give you three tips, but you can also download my undoing journal. It's free and it's in the show notes and it will help you create an action plan to start your own undoing, to undo all the shit, all the stuff that is just unfulfilling for you so that you can focus on what truly matters to you. And that can be whatever it is. Maybe it's your well-being, maybe it's your family, maybe it's your career, maybe it's all of the above, but you have some things going on that you need to kind of release So this journal will really help you get on track and have an action plan to do that. Also, I'm working on a workshop, so I'm super excited. It's called Pivot on Purpose, and it's for Black women who are visionaries. You're a visionary. I know you are. And what that means is that you have goals, you have dreams for yourself, but with this workshop... It's for you if you're a mom or if you're in a relationship and you're a visionary, but life and these roles, they can distract you, right? They can kind of make you uh, redirect yourself in a different way. But this workshop will help you redirect and realign on your dreams, your goals, your visions, and make it your lived reality. I'm so, so excited to be working on this and sharing this with you. It won't be releasing yet. However, um, I will give you some more details in the next couple of episodes. But for now, just be sure that you follow me on Instagram at Audacious Black Girl and join my mailing email list when you download the free Undoing Journal for more details. But let's just get back into this episode and the first tip. So my first tip is to acknowledge what you actually have the mental capacity to achieve. So when it comes to your work or anything you have going on, really start assessing what your mental capacity is right now. You can be productive by prioritizing what really matters to you and let the other things take a temporary or permanent pause. That's up to you how you decide to do that. So really it's about deciding what things matter to you. This is where the undoing journal I just talked about can help you. So does work matter to you the most, right? And it probably does because it probably pays the bills, right? Maybe spending more time with your family, working on passion projects, etc. So now that you have that in mind, what are you doing that doesn't really make you feel inspired right now? Is it that passion project you're working on? Maybe you like to sew and you bought a whole machine and it's sitting up there in a corner, collecting dust because you lost your passion for it doesn't mean you can't get it back but maybe every day or weekly you're forcing yourself to do this thing that you don't find joy in right now i'm saying right now because things change i'm not saying get rid of that sewing machine what i'm saying is recognize what really matters to you right now maybe it's something you committed to that really has become more draining than fulfilling right do you have the option to put that on hold So I gave the example of maybe sewing, but what if you perhaps volunteered for something and that time has come to pass and you're like, oh, this is not fulfilling anymore, but you're still doing it over and over and over again, knowing that maybe it might be time to release it because it doesn't fill you up anymore. What happens when you have all these things going on is that your mental load becomes overwhelmed and it starts affecting your overall well-being right it starts affecting so many other parts of your life and doing activities that are not fulfilling makes it that much harder to do them it makes it that much harder to do them so say you did buy that sewing machine and now every week or every other day you you're feeling like you have to force yourself to do that thing. Now, there's nothing wrong with, you know, trying to motivate yourself through some challenges, but if it's feeling like force and you feel like you can put your time into something else that is more meaningful for you right now, such as your passion projects or maybe your work or parenting, your maybe date nights, family time, whatever, does it really matter if you really get that sewing project done? Or is it okay to put it on a temporary pause? Right? So, yes, you have responsibilities, but there are other tasks that perhaps you took on, such as sewing or some volunteer project. For whatever reason, it no longer serves you, or they've reached their purpose. Now, sometimes we feel like that sense of obligation or control, and we feel like we need to continue to do that thing. But I want you to start making your exit plan or your pause plan. And start thinking about how you can put it on hold for a bit, whatever it might be, so that you can focus on what matters. For me, I did talk about volunteering. I volunteered for a project I was really passionate about when I first signed up for it. And I did it for a few months and it was fantastic. But then it started to become draining. I feel like the purpose was already served, like I gave what I needed to give, and out of obligation, I felt like I needed to continue, when in actuality, I really didn't need to. There were reasons for it, but I was hanging on because of this feeling of give more, 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 but I didn't need to give more. I fulfilled what I needed to do, but I was still holding on. So after several months, like I was really drained. It took so much out of me just to do that activity, you know, and then that energy started seeping into other parts of my life. So this one thing started affecting other parts of my life. It started affecting the things I actually had more passion for or more drive to do. And that's what I knew that I needed to put it on pause to end it and to just kind of release myself from that feeling of obligation. And that sense of obligation is real, right? Especially in this situation because I volunteered for something and, you know, I I just wanted to hang on because you felt like this is purposeful, like you're doing something good and you are, but even those good things we do, sometimes they need to come to an end. And you have to accept that, you know, perhaps you're in a different place in life, right? Where the activity served its purpose. Now it's time to move on. So you really have to think about what you will be actually gaining, actually, right? By releasing the things you don't really need anymore, instead of thinking about what you'll be losing, right? So this is going from a growth mindset from a limited mindset, When you operate in that limited or lack mindset, you're closing yourself off from what you can actually be receiving. A growth mindset allows you to look at a situation and go, okay, what can I gain? What more will come to me if I do this or do that or don't do this or don't do that? And also that space you make will open you up to new opportunities and make you feel more fulfilled. And most importantly, that mental load will decrease and you'll start feeling so much more free. My second tip is to release control. I feel like we talk about control so much, but I think as women, it is something that we deal with a lot, right? Like that sense of control because you know there's so many other factors at play when it comes to our lives. You have so many people and individuals trying to control everything that we do and what we say, what we where, all of that. So sometimes we feel that need to take back that control, and it's beautiful that we do. We have to because it's us taking our power back, right? But there's a difference between that power and control. Power allows you to just really show up and show out, and control can be helpful in some situations, but it can become really, really challenging when that control makes you feel limited. When that control keeps you in a box and prevents you from expanding and opening yourself up. And the other thing about control is we may start feeling like we have this duty or it's our duty. And we start to feel control in every other aspect of our lives, right? Because of, like I was talking about those outside pressures, societal, familial, environmental, we start feeling like, well, I'm a woman or identify, I identify as a woman and it's my responsibility to do this and do that. Therefore I need to, you know, I'm the professional, cook in my house, or I'm the one that cooks, or I'm the one that does this, that, and the other, and it's on me to do that thing all the time. So now you're controlling situations, and you're feeling obligated to do that. But when I talk about that duty obligation, once again, I'm not talking about responsibilities, okay? You have responsibilities naturally, but if there are things you feel obliged to do, it can feel like so much pressure. So really understand that difference between responsibilities, right? Taking care of yourself, your loved ones, whatever it might be. And then feeling like I'm obligated to do this and that sense of pressure that can come from obligation, Right. That sense of pressure that can come from even responsibilities because, shoot, (laughs) sometimes the responsibilities can feel like pressure. But the difference in that is that responsibilities are those things that, you know, we have to do for our livelihood and our daily lives. And sometimes that obligation is what's causing that like outside pressure or even that internal pressure um, to get things uh, done in a certain way, which can lead to control. So this is where you can go back to tip one, right, and define what your priorities actually are. And once again, you can do that with my undoing journal. For It's free. You can really define what your priorities are. And this also is where you can start releasing control over outcomes too, because that puts you in a state of flow instead of a state of force. Because when you're feeling that pressure from these things that we feel obligated to do or we feel like, you know, this is just uh, what I'm supposed to do and no one else can do it and that control comes, like there's a sense of a force that comes with that. There's no flow. There's no openness. But... Even when I talk about control, like, yeah, of course, sometimes you want outcomes to come out a certain way or to turn out a certain way. That's all good. And we need that, right? It gives us something to work toward. But it's important to leave a little bit of room for curiosity, a little bit of room to allow something to work out for itself the way it should, You still work on whatever it is you're working on and have that sense of, uh, you know, desire for something to come out a certain way. But how much more beautiful would it be if you just open yourself up to allow curiosity to come in? And that allows you to release control. That allows you to ask for help, (laughs) right? That allows you to ask for help. So every time I talk about control, I like to talk give an example of um, when I used to cook dinner every single day, literally almost every meal in my home. I was making for years, for years, and for me it was it felt like a responsibility, but I knew also that there was pressure I was feeling, and I would feel obligated to be the one to cook every day, and to think about not just cooking, but. The ingredients, right? Going to the grocery store, all those things, and out of that sense of obligation, I was controlling how meals were being made in my home. I'm married. I have three kids, and this is when they were, um, you know, probably going into like their you know tween years, and really weren't cooking anything. They do now. And they cook now because I, I let go of control, um, but I also wasn't giving my husband that space to to cook. You know, he didn't know that I was feeling miserable and that the control that I was having having and feeling because I felt obligated to cook um, wasn't fully my responsibility. It really wasn't. The responsibility could be shared. So I had to release the obligation I felt so that I can release control and share the responsibility. And it did so much for me and for my family because it allowed my husband and my kids as they are getting older to really expand their own cooking skills. There's that word again, expand, right? What I found was that this was helpful for their growth and my own. So control can make growth difficult. So that's one example. There are many others out there. I'm sure you have your own um, challenges with control and responsibilities and obligations. Um, But definitely, you know, if you need to go back and listen to this part again, to kind of get a feel for how to tell the difference, definitely do that. Um, But what I really advocate for is just really making some micro changes, right? Some really small changes can allow you to productively not give a damn, which in turn leaves space for your own openness and your own peace of mind. So my last tip to productively not give a damn or give an F, uh, like I said, my daddy won't let me curse, um, is to change your definition of productivity right? Some of us feel like we always have to be doing something all the time and equate our worth with how productive we are, especially as women. Like I said, previously, so many outside pressures make us feel that way, right? So this is where we get to redefine what being productive can mean. Productive can also mean putting effort into the things we truly care about and are responsible for, but also feeding into our own ability to be productive by viewing our downtime or our self-care time as productive too. It's productive to take care of yourself. It's productive to take care of yourself. Because when you have that harmony between the doing and the relaxing or the just the being or the joy... You're able to give more effort from a place of flow instead of force. Doesn't that make your downtime productive? Doesn't that make your self-care productive then? Because it feeds into everything else you have going on and allows you to be that much better. It's going to allow you to be more present in your activities, more effective, and give you more satisfaction. So really expand your definition of productivity to include the effort you put out and how you feed yourself. That self-care or downtime you give yourself by releasing control and acknowledging your mental capacity to actually do something will allow you to productively not give enough because you know what truly matters to you, where you can put more effort and give you the ability to say effort it to the rest. You seriously don't need to do it all. You really don't. Now, once again, I'm linking my undoing journal. It's in the show notes um, for you because it will help you get super clear and get that clarity on what really matters to you and create an action plan to undo all the stuff. So I really hope this episode just kind of helps you, you know, find a way to really productively not give a damn about certain things and really focus on what matters to you. I hope it changes your mind frame on what you consider Productivity and recognize the need to just release control over things so that you can expand and get outside of that box that you're putting yourself in because you feel like you have to control, because you feel like everything I do has to be productive and that I have to be on all the time. You really don't. You can have an on season, you can have an off season. But the most important thing is that you are taking care of yourself as you are doing those things that give you joy and that you have responsibilities for and that you're making the space for you all the time. Making the space to just practice your self-care, to relax, and to just be that is productive too. And I hope you find the productivity in doing nothing at times. Okay. Um, but yes, definitely follow me on IG. Like I said, I want you to stay in a know on my Pivot on Purpose workshop um, and download that undoing journal. And I will see you next time. <laughs> Peace. I would love to know your thoughts on today's episode. You can reach me on Instagram at audacious black girl shoot me a dm you can also find me on my website at www.audaciousblackgirl.com all this information will be in the show notes and don't forget to rate and review the podcast please subscribe so you can get all the updates for the podcast and join my audacious black girl tribe for weekly self-care support and tips peace